It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder control the 2022 NBA draft, and the rumors, they're already swirling. Could the Thunder trade the number two overall pick in a blockbuster move? Who do they like if they stay at two? And what happens the rest of the way? Find out on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Our Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. And on today's show, let's dive into the rumors surrounding the Oklahoma City Thunder with the second overall pick, Josh Giddy making the second team all-rookie, and how can you survive a week-long, month-long process of these insane rumors? So let's dive in first to the most interesting rumor of them all, and that was over the weekend. Uh, Henry Abbott, a national NBA reporter, uh, said that, th- that there's talks of the Thunder swapping the second pick to Sacramento for the fourth pick. I'm a big fan of the say it out loud test. So when you, when you get information, if you say it out loud and begin thinking about it and putting it into the atmosphere, does it still make sense? Or does it hit your ear funny and you're kind of like, hey, you know, this doesn't really make sense at all and this is probably fake. And that's how I like to dive into rumors, speculation, possibilities around the NBA. So Henry Abbott reports that the Thunder could swap pick two and four to Sacramento. When that hits your ear, it immediately sounds totally wrong. So let's let's talk it out and see if that's correct. These trades, you typically only swap an additional first-round pick because in, in this scenario, you're getting your guy, they're getting their guy, and then the, the team moving back gets an additional first-round pick, like the Luka trade. The Hawks want to Trey Young. The Mavs want Luka. The price to pay to swap them is a first-round pick that turns into Cam Reddish, and that's it. You clean your hands of it, that's the trade. That's usually how these trades go. So to put the expectation higher than that just because Sam Presti's a great GM, just because the Kings are a terrible organization, is a bit of a pipe dream, right? While it's funny, while the memes and jokes are awesome, how realistic is it? Not very. That'll be more than a first-round pick, an additional first-round pick. The Kings are going all in to make the playoffs in 2023. The Thunder don't want to take on money past 2022. 
So beyond an additional first round pick, what out, what is out there for the Kings to trade to leap up into the second slot besides just a standard additional first round pick and you move on? Not much. And again, the big idea around the Thunder fan base right now is that, hey, if Sam Presti likes Jaden Ivey or Shaden Sharp and you get in an unprotected 2023 pick from Sacramento, how valuable is that? Well, again, I'd ask you, how valuable is it whenever you factor in the Kings are going for it? They're not trying to rebuild. They're not trying to tank anymore. They're trying to make the postseason. Your rebuttal would be, well, it's the Kings, and they always try, often fail. They failed for 20-plus years. Granted, they have failed for 20-plus years. But at the end of the day, when you have Sabonis, when you have Fox, when you have you know Davion uh, Mitchell, when you have whoever they draft it to, Paulo or Chet or whomever, and you're not shutting them down, you're not putting any restrictions on them, you're just letting them go and let it ride, plus whatever you do in the offseason, and the, you know, the rest of the offseason, you're going to be a lot closer to that play-in slot than you will be the top of the lottery. So best-case scenario, you know, barring injuries, best-case scenario, that pick from, from Sacramento ends up somewhere in the ballpark of where that Clippers picking it up this year, around that 12th slot. And you look at the pick odds. Would you give up a Chet Holmgren, a Jabari Smith Jr., Paul Carroll for you know, 4% chance of getting Victor Wembanyama, or 2% chance or 3% chance? Or even if they finish in their exact slot they finished in this year, which how often is it that, that that slot will jump twice in a row, but you'd have a 7.5% chance of the first overall pick. A 7.8 of number two, an 8.1 of three, and an 8.5 of, of four. And I've got news for you. No team is trading Victor Wimbignana. Victor Wimbignana is going to be in that Zion, Cade Cunningham category, where you're keeping him, he's untouchable, you can't get overwhelmed by draft picks, he's your guy. Because no future draft pick holds as much value as a generational talent, a seven-foot, just incredible player that you control for nine years. Whenever you could easily get a pick in the future of a class that has no clear-cut number one, that has no clear-cut top-tier guys, that it has nothing in it. Nothing in it. Whenever you know this draft class has the guy, it has a franchise guy. No team is training Victor Mignana. Despite the Thunder's historic draft capital and their treasure trove of draft picks and everything else, you're not trading for Victor Wimbignana. So the only way to get him is via the lottery and leaping up. And how much do you know, how much does the Kings add to your lottery percentage if they're truly going for the playoffs, which, which they are? Not a ton. You'd still just be hoping at that point while taking a worse player. There's a reason why the consensus top three is what it is. It's Jabari, Chet, Paolo, of those three. It's not Shane Nivey sneaking in there. It's not Shane Sharp sneaking in there, as much as I like Shane Sharp. And then you move down to, okay, what if the Thunder do like Jaden Nivey? And I've been saying, you know, this team is not in a position to look for positions. They're in a position to look for best player available and the best talent. And if they view Jaden Nivey as the best talent and the best player, and they move back and pick up an additional asset in doing so, that's fine. However, how does Jaden Ivey fit? He might be the best talent. How does he fit with SGA and Josh Giddy? I think he fits with Josh Giddy a heck of a lot better than he fits with SGA. 
So then at that point, you trade SGA. Is that, is that part of the fallout of trading the number two overall pick? Maybe not the next day, but the next year or two. Because again, the Thunder are operating in a five-year window with SGA. You only have SGA under team control for five more seasons. Next season in 2022, look, you're not going to compete in 2022. I'm sorry. You're not going to be a, a finals team. You're not going to be a playoff team. You're, you know, your top 1% ceiling, which no team really reaches, would be a play-in team. So in all likelihood, you're going to be mid-lottery to you know, where you were this year, you know, four, five, six, something like that. So that's one year gone. The next year, you're going to be developing, you know, developing your players and maybe make the postseason, have some growing pains, have some learning curves, uh, and then it's the next season, which leaves you with three years left of uh, SGA under control where you can really go for it. It creates a mess if you trade number two in Chet Holmgren for a Jaden Ivey. Or even a Shaden Sharp, who is fresh out of high school and we've never seen play competitive basketball in a setting in which he's you know, playing against peers. He's always played against talent. He's much better than, so he's always dominated. And again, I've been lucky enough to review a film of his that is not on YouTube, but just full-length, uncut games. I like Shaden Sharp a lot. He's number four on my draft board. But admittedly, the Shaden Sharp developmental path takes you a bit longer into those five years of Shea then just go ahead and drafting Chet Holmgren or especially Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith can be an impact winning player as a rookie on this Thunder team if he's paired with SGA and Josh Giddy, who can set him up to make those open threes. So the bottom line is trading two for four would set up a path where you're cutting deeper and deeper into those five years of control for Shea and messing up the timeline more and more to where it would just be a complete and total mess. And I've got news for you. Jaden Ivey has never been considered, you know, the guy in this draft. It's been a, a fluctuation of Chet, a fluctuation of Paolo, fluctuation of Jabari. It's never been Jaden Ivey is the guy. And for the Thunder to sell out as bad as they did at the end of the season, and at times finching Poku to tank, you don't tank for for Josh for 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 Jaden Ivey. You don't. That wasn't the goal. That wasn't the prize. If Jaden Ivey was for sure Sam Presti's guy this whole time, you wouldn't have had to go to those dramatic measures to increase your lottery odds and to try to get in that top three. That's what that was for. You do that for a top three guy. You don't do that for Jaden Ivey. So I'm not sure that this passes a say it out loud test. I'm just not. And I I think that this could be just, you know, a passive conversation that happened that got turned into a report somehow. And I'd also note, Henry Abbott has what a hundred something thousand followers on Twitter. And you know, he has his newsletter and things like that. If he felt like this report was on solid footing, he would not have hit it at, at like midnight in his tweets and replies. You go look at Henry Abbott's uh, Twitter account and just look at only his tweets. You're not going to find this report. You go to tweets and reply and he go ahead. He goes ahead and throws this tweet in there in reply to it in, in a reply for a Thunder fan uh, who, who, you know, he said, well, I wouldn't go buy your Chet Jersey so fast. Cause I've heard lots of, I've heard some loose talks about the Kings moving up from four to two to take uh, Holmgren and the Thunder taking Ivy. He, if, if that was a report he felt very confident in, he would not just simply leave it in tweets and reply. He would blast it out to his, let's get the exact number, a hundred, 149,000 followers. Again, it's loose talks. Even the tweet 
is just a black tweet. It's just out there so that if somehow it did happen, you can always refer back to who's the first one to tweet it. I don't buy this for a second. I don't. And I, and I honestly don't think Henry Abbott buys it for a second. Because if he did, again, he would tweet it out as an official sources report to all of his followers. He wouldn't have to go dig for it. So coming up, let's talk about what Jonathan Giovi said about the Thunder and uh, how they kind of view the second pick. But first, I want to say right now, we're good friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is awesome. It's daily fantasy sports made easy, and I know you will love it because I love it as well. You pick two to five players and over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and the Google Play Store. PrizePix offers a variety of options. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from points, rebounds, steals, and even mixed sport entries, which include over-unders on players. And, uh, you know, you can take the over on Luka Doncic points tonight and the under on Whit Merrifield hits tonight if you wanted to. PrizePix does not offer just NBA. They offer college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time only, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer offer for all of our users. You just get $50 for free if a player in their first Price Pick entry scores a single point. But you must use code NBA. That's right. Exclusive offer for Locked On fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA for $50 for free if a player in your first Price Pick entry scores a single point. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. The Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Make sure you go check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board Podcast, hosted by Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board Newsletter, joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thanul, giving fans an in-depth look at the NBA Draft with mock drafts, player rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast from, and thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including on YouTube. Now, another report surfaces this morning one that i think we can all get behind and that is uh, from espn jonathan javoni reports that uh, the thunder are likely to draft chet holmgren and chet holmgren loves the potential marriage with okc now that makes sense given the flirtation uh going on right now on instagram of josh giddy just commenting eyeballs on all of uh, chet holmgren's posts it reminds me a lot of last year remember last year in the draft the rockets had picked two and there was a ton of scuttlebutt are they going to go mobley they're going to go green. And then we started to piece together on social media. Oh, look, Jalen Green's over here on uh, the owner's private jet. Oh, look, Kevin Porter Jr. It's all over Jalen Green's Instagram and on his Instagram lives and commenting on all his posts. And, you know, it, it kind of got pieced together via social media how much that the Rockets really love Jalen Green. And then it got fully blown, reported out there. How much do they love Jalen Green? So it reminds me a bit of Josh Giddy kind of letting the cat out the bag with his flirtations with Chet Holmgren. I know that they've played against each other before. I know that they have a previous relationship probably because of 
In fact, they did play against each other because they're both really talented basketball players. But uh, again, if, if it sounds like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Um, the question is, is Chet Holmgren the guy? And for me, I have Chet Holmgren number two on my board. Uh, I think that Jabari Smith Jr. is going to be a high-impact player. Uh, I think that he's a perfect fit next to SGA and Josh Giddy. I think that he can win a ton of games in the NBA and will win a ton of games in the NBA with his versatile one-through-five defense. Um, I've done a player profile projection on all three of the top three, Chet, uh, Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith Jr., Paul Bancaro. Also done Shaden Sharp, Jaden Ivey, A.J. Griffin, Benedict, uh, Benedict Matherin, Jalen Duran. We're going to do Jeremy Sohan tomorrow, already Dyson Daniel. There's a lot of guys out there already that we've done, uh, but I think Chet's the guy, as long as it's for real that Jabari Smith Jr. is going to go number one, which it sounds likely that it is. That was also in the report by ESPN this morning. Uh, so Chet being the guy makes a ton of sense. And I'm just interested in the weird for you know the weird lineups and 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 sets you can with Chet in your lineup. And he seems like he has that edge, that confidence that you look for. He said he wants to be a 50-40-90 guy. Uh, he says that in a couple months he'll be the best player in the NBA once he's officially in the league. Uh, he just has that supreme confidence. And as a seven-footer who can you know average 14 points per game, nine rebounds per game, three blocks per game, and 41% from three. You're going to take that, especially in a system in Gonzaga that was not really designed for him. And also, it's not really designed to help him. Uh, I think that you're going to see a, a better version of Chet in the NBA with better spacing in, in the NBA than there is in college, with better teammates in the NBA than there is in college, better guards that, than he played with in college, uh, and, and kind of, again, playing through uh, Chet a little bit in the NBA. Uh, now, what the role is that we see as, as a rookie, that's to be determined. Uh, if I had to guess, Mark just throws him right to the phrase he do with Josh Giddy. But again, uh, that's to be determined here with Chet Holmgren. But I do think Chet's the guy. Uh, I think that you should start watching Chet highlights and uh, wondering what it could look like with Chet and OKC next to Giddy and next to SGA and uh, envisioning how they fit together. But we have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. And you're going to have to survive so many smoke screens and so many reports and so many stories for the next month, it's unbelievable. It really is. So make sure you're prepared for it, and make sure that you're ready for it. We're going to break them down here on the Locked On Thunder podcast at all times, even the ones we don't really think are legit. Uh, and then there was also an article, back to Jay Nivey, from Yahoo yesterday that said that the Thunder liked Jay Nivey, but that article was very flawed. If you go and read it, uh, someone in my comment section, someone in the mentions yesterday, whenever I tweeted out the article, uh, I, believe it was, I believe it was Kevin, I uh, went through and, and detailed kind of all the flaws in that article, kind of all the kind of little mistakes made in terms of interpreting what the Thunder have been doing recently, to where it, sa- it seemed more like a, a a guess than a report. And that's the same thing that this Henry Abbott report seems like, is a guess more than a report. So you're going to see a lot, a lot of stuff come out uh, in the next coming weeks and days leading up to the draft uh, that you just kind of have to you used to say it out loud test and say, does this make sense at all for the Thunder to be doing? And if the answer is no, then you can guess where those, where those reports come from. And I, I want to say again, even last year, the reports of, oh my gosh, the Thunder are going to trade SGA and the sixth pick for Cade Cunningham. Yeah, not the case. Adrian Wojnarowski, the best in the business at reporting things in the NBA. Yet last week said that the Thunder were actually trying to trade up for Evan Mobley in the third pick with the Cavs. And that Woj believes that the Thunder won the draft lottery and had the first overall pick 
they would have bucked consensus, as Sam Presti says he's known to do, and taken Evan Mobley number one. But Evan Mobley was the guy that they were in love with last year. So if they were in love with Evan Mobley and they could have gotten the first overall pick, why would they have traded Shea and one, you know, Shea and six for one and taking Cade Cunningham? But if they could have Evan Mobley. So so as we as we see how things get pieced together, it's important to remember how the sausage gets made. Everything that we report in the media, everything I've ever, I've ever reported, it comes from a source that has an agenda, has a reason they're telling you this, that has something they, that they gain from you getting this out there. Every single one of them. So you have to think, who is this coming from? Why is this out there? Who does this benefit? And sometimes the beneficiary is just clicks. Because sometimes like what it, what it appears Henry Abbott did was he took like somebody like a scout or an agent uh, or somebody in the front office somewhere just talking to him, like just saying, hey, you know, how do you think about the draft? What do you think about the draft lottery, how it shook out? You know, I, I wonder, you know, what Thunder might do you know, with the second overall pick or maybe the Kings could leap up, like just having a casual passive basketball conversation and took that as sourced info. That's not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. So, again, how will the Thunder and Thunder fans navigate these smoke screens? I'll talk about that coming up, uh, as well as Josh Giddy, of course, making the second team all rookie. But first, I want to say right now, put a good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is your family-owned business, serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need, but instead... You can go right now and get all the parts your car will ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that they know does that I know nothing about cars. And the thing is, they don't know that I know nothing about cars. They just think that I'm any old body, right? They don't know if I'm a do-it-yourselfer. They don't know if I'm a mechanic. They don't know if I'm a business in selling parts or uh, installing parts. For they gave me, they give me the same reliably low prices they give everybody else. So that's why I love rockauto.com so much, and you should too. So go to rockauto.com, type in Locked On Sent You, and the how did you hear about us box, and don't move from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, where like we low prices, all the parts you need. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And for your next listen, go check out the Lockdown NBA podcast for a national perspective on the NBA. Let's talk about Josh Giddy. He made second team all rookie last week. Herb Jones had more first place votes than Josh Giddy. Mm, that seems a bit ridiculous. I know Herb Jones was excellent as a defender. I know that he was a big part of the success in New Orleans, especially this season turnaround in New Orleans to get them to the playoffs. I love Herb Jones as a player, but it felt like, the only knock on Giddy and the only reason anybody could give for why they didn't vote Giddy as a first teamer was because of games played. And that's fine. If that's your criteria, you know, your criteria, but to me, 
in an all rookie discussion, we should just be voting on who was the best rookies, not who played the most, not who did this or that. Who were the best rookies? And after the historic rookie season in which Josh Giddey was compared to you know, legends of the game like Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron James and Dwight Howard and everyone else that he was compared to, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, when you're compared to those guys, statistically, it's hard not to see why you wouldn't be voted first team. And, and to me, games played is a poor excuse. Games played is a very poor excuse, especially in an all-rookie conversation. Now, if you want to use games played for MVP, games played for a different all-NBA, fine, whatever. But for all-rookie, there's so many reasons why rookies don't play, and so many reasons why rookies don't see the floor. It's just a bit ridiculous, especially for a guy in Josh Giddy who had success every step of the way in the season and didn't have such a dramatically slow start or dramatically tail of two halves of the season or whatever. I just don't like it. I don't think it matters though, because at the end of the day and 20 years from now, whenever you look at his basketball reference page, you're just going to see all rookie team member and forget if he was first team or second team or forget that Herb Jones had more first place votes than him. Um, but if your only argument is games played to put Herb Jones and Franz Wagner and Jalen Green over Josh Giddy. You need a better argument. You need a more sound argument, in my opinion. But I do, I, I will say, take a step back. Take a step back. Think of preseason expectations for Josh Giddy. I remember being laughed at in comment sections, mentions, DMs over my quote unquote bold prediction that Josh Giddy would make all rookie team. People didn't think he could be the he could be a top 12 rookie in the NBA. And now we're outraged he did not make first team. So that's a really good sign for the future of Josh Giddy. And of course, Josh Giddy laughed at this on Twitter. And just on the outside looking in, it doesn't appear Josh Giddy's the guy that you want to mess around with in the sense of giving him added motivation. So I cannot wait to see what he looks like in this upcoming offseason and after the offseason is over or next season. But I do want to end the show talking about this Thunder Smoke Screen. It's going to be a long month, folks. We have a long time to wait for the draft, believe it or not. I know that the draft lottery is over with and, and you feel like it's going to get closer and closer, but there's still a long ways to go here before the draft. There's 30 days left. And the Thunder control picks 2, 12, 30, and 34. They're going to be in the middle of every trade rumor, trading up from 12, trading back from 12, trading up from 30 and 34, trading down from two, trading up from two. And the reason why it's so easy to put the Thunder in these ridiculous rumors. It's not because the NBA hates small markets. It's not because the NBA media hates the Thunder. It's because the narratives are already built. Sam Presti's a wild man. Sam Presti loves picks. Sam Presti never goes consensus. Sam Presti can't be controlled. When those narratives are built up and built up and built up, you know it's very easy to get clicks and to get interaction and to get attention and to get your report out there. Just say whatever. Oh, the Thunder might trade back from two because you know they love picks. And you hide under that facade of, well, the Thunder have said they don't have a consensus draft board, so what if they love Ivy and want more picks because the Thunder just love picks? You have that easy disguise. You don't have that out with any other team. So get ready for more ridiculous rumors. Get ready to see more rumors of trading back from two and who they might love at two and get ready to see them moving up from 12 and back from 12 and sideways from 12. Just get ready to see it all. It's going to all happen in the next month. The SGA stuff won't go away. Nothing's going to go away. It's only going to get heightened. And the Thunder have done this to themselves with those narratives and also with 
accumulating draft assets. They have draft assets to do anything they want to in this draft and the future draft and everything. And this is, this is it, right? You're going to get thrown into DeAndre Ayton sign and trade deals. You're going to get thrown into uh, you know, the next disgruntled star that comes available trade rumors. You're going to get thrown into trade rumors at the draft to get more picks. And that's just how it is. So get ready for ridiculousness. And we've seen both sides. We saw last year the James Booknight stuff. Where it was very believable that the Thunder liked James Booknight a lot. And then they go with Josh Giddy. We've also seen where the Thunder reveal their hands so much that they like Pokashevsky, they're baited into trading up in the draft to go get him. The bottom line is fans will believe whatever report makes them feel good. So let's just wait and see what happens. Because a lot of you push back on that Henry Abbott report. Everyone embraced that Giovanni report about home run. Whatever makes fans feel good at the time is what they're going to embrace as real versus fake. Now, I'm not one to believe you should just blindly trust Presty and blindly believe what he does. If he trades back from two to take Ivy or Sharp, that deserves a little pushback from everybody. Instead of just throwing your hands up and saying, well, you got to trust Sam Presti. He knows more than you about basketball. If we're going to do that, if we're going to have that discourse, let's never talk about the Thunder ever because whatever they do is great. Whatever Sam Presti does is great. And, and, and whatever happens, it happens, right? But I trust Sam Presti to make the right choice at two and to stay at two and take the guy you tanked for. Chet Holmgren, Paul Mankiewicz, Jabari Smith. I don't think he's going to trade back. Say it out loud. Doesn't make sense. If not, rule it out. That's the bottom line. The Javoni report makes a lot of sense. The Abbott report doesn't. Use the say it out loud test. Get ready for rumors. And we can't let every rumor ramp us all up, right? Or it's going to be a long 30 days. We'll cover it all here on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.